Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 well, Hello again folks, it's Hal Coleman, the Pest Control Marketer and welcome to another episode of PestControlMarketing.live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. I'm here with my good friend, my mentor, and business partner in crime, Mr. Online, Mike Stewart. How you doing, Mike? And it's Mr. Offline. There you are. There, there we, are. we There we are for those watching the live cast, watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on the podcast, it's a picture of me and Hal when we first met over 40 years ago. I think that was about about 42 years ago, as best I can remember. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I still look the same, and you've changed a lot. Well, it just is what it is there. Uh, uh, so <laughs> let's, let's, let's not focus on that. We'll talk about, uh, you know, if you're looking at the screen, you can scan that code and get Hal's book. But you so know let's what? Not, let's not focus on the fact that I look the same and you've changed. Is that? Yeah. What let's 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 move on. That uh, we we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of exciting things going on in this day okay, and age. That that fits right in with my topic today, Mike. Uh, before I get into the topic, I want to remind people about our event coming up in February, February 26th, the fifth annual Next Level PCO Marketing Workshop. Uh, it was a live affair up until last year because COVID shut us down and we, we did it virtually. It was great. We had the largest crowd ever. Tons of comments. If you go to uh, nextlevelpcomarketing.com, you can read testimonials from a lot of people that have attended that workshop and see what they have to say. Uh, it's a great day. And hey, if you sign up and you come to that workshop and at the end of the day, you notify Mike or me and say, I attended the workshop and it wasn't worth it. It was a waste of my time. Then we will promptly uh, refund your money. No questions asked. So you have no financial risk there whatsoever. Uh, but I guarantee you, you're going to have a blast. And you're going to learn a lot of great stuff. So check it out. Sign up. Reserve your seat. Join us. And you will be uh, happily giving us one of those testimonials. I'm confident of it. So there. That's my plug, Mike. Is, is that good enough? That's awesome. Uh, and, and the thing that I, you know, we, we used to pride ourselves on that, uh, we would come to these things and I wouldn't know what you're going to talk about, but I'll tell you what, I don't want to waste any time because you told me what today's subject's going to be. And I think it's so needed because people are sometimes the worst, including myself, at time management and you, yeah. you can't um, calculate the cost, uh, the staggering cost of poor time management. And sometimes it's by trying to do things that you should outsource. And sometimes it's by just uh, a whole laundry list of things. So let's get in. Let's don't waste people's time right now. Let's get right. Well, into let's get it. right into it. As a matter of fact, about one and a half minutes ago, right before you press the start button, you said, what are we going to talk about today? And that's about how prepared you are. <clears throat> and I knew what I was going to talk about two or three minutes before we started. So I'm way ahead of you. But let's get into it. You, you said you can't calculate how much it costs you. Well, I have some calculations today to show exactly how much it costs. <clears throat> Poor time management. This is something I talk about with 
the majority of my coaching clients, not all of them, because some of them are good time managers and they accomplish so much stuff. They just uh, are our peak performers in, in yours and mine's coaching program that that end up with those hundred percent growth a year, double their business, quadruple their business in, in two or three years. Uh, they don't waste time. They don't let grass grow under their feet. They're implementers and we give them something to do and they do it. But the majority of my clients struggle with it. Uh, they'll, they'll, you know, I'll tell one guy, I'll say, I want you, by, by a month from now, I want you to have four videos done. Well, one person might have eight videos done at the end of the month and another one hasn't done one yet. They're, they're working on one, but they don't have it done yet. And it just flies all over me when I can't get people to manage their time because they, well, I haven't had time. I, I'm, I'm going to have to find some time to do that. Well, hey, I got news for you. You don't find time. You know what? You have to make time. You don't find it. It's it's not laying around there somewhere. You have to make the time to do stuff. And and I, I use this illustration sometimes, uh, Mike. I say, <clears throat> and I will use it with you, Mike, okay? All right. Do you ever go to the grocery store? Susan says, Mike, we need some stuff from the grocery store. And, 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 and you go to the grocery store. Do you ever do that? I, I've done that. Not a lot. You go buy groceries, right? Right. Uh, do you take a grocery list with you? Uh, not as many, not like I should. Well, what, well, you must not shop like a lot of people. What if you had 17 items on the grocery list to go buy? Eight bags of groceries. What would happen if you went in there with no grocery list? Well, and, I, I, it, when I do, I usually buy too much and stuff I don't need. Well, okay. You you were a bad choice for this test. All right. <laughs> but I, I ask people, I said, do you go to a grocery store? They say, yeah. I said, well, do you take a list? Yes. What would happen if you went to the grocery store with no prepared list? Oh, man, I'd be in there scratching my head walking all over the store. So every day you need a list to work from. Because if you don't start your day with some type of list, I have a calendar here in front of me and a calendar is on my phone. And it's, I look at it before I go to bed at night. And I also look at it in the morning when I wake up to see what I have scheduled. And I'm constantly looking at my calendar, uh, making time to do things that I want to do. For instance, I like to go fishing every Wednesday morning, if the weather permits. Now I'm usually home by 10 o'clock, but I get up and go real early, but I put that on my calendar and I mark it off. And my whole month, I work around that Wednesday morning. I'm not gonna schedule anything for that Wednesday morning. So I make the time, <coughs> excuse me, to do what I wanna do, which is go fishing. And and I, I talked to other people. I said, you've been fishing lately? No, I can't. I can't seem to find the time to go. Every time I want to go, I've got too much stuff booked. And I said, well, just go through your calendar and mark it off so that you will make the time to do it. Now, that's one example. But I told you I had I had done some calculations for you. So 
If you're listening to this, I want you to pay careful attention, especially if you have employees. Let's suppose that you yourself waste. Now, Mike, would you say that, now be real honest with me here, okay? Okay. Would you say that you probably waste an hour a day? Oh, more than, more than. Okay, okay. An hour a day, just scrolling through the internet, watching TV, fooling around with some something, talking to somebody on the phone, uh, taking a nap, whatever, if you're, if, you know, but if you'd say you waste an hour a day. Easily. easily. Okay. Well, now, now keep up with me here. All right. There's an average, there's 250 work days in a year. 250 work days. Now, if you work a 40-hour week, if you work from nine to five or whatever, if you work a 40-hour week every week and you waste one hour, that's 250 hours a year. Now, if you divide 250 hours by a 40-hour work week, do you know how much time you have wasted at the end of a year? Wow. You have wasted six and a half weeks. Based on a 40-hour work week, you wasted six and a half, 6.25 weeks where you did absolutely nothing. All right. Now show, me, show me that math. You're saying if, okay. you, wait, if you wait 250 hours a year, now, you waste 250 hours a year and you work a 40 hour work week. Okay. Then divide 40 into 250 hours. Right. That's what it come out to. Six, six and a half, right? Six and a half, almost six and a half weeks that you wasted. Could have done that a lot. Just, that's just now, now, folks, if you have employees, if you have an employee that wastes, one hour a day and we'll we're gonna i'm gonna talk in our workshop our next level pco workshop mike i'm gonna talk about ruthless management and why it's important and i don't mean mean-spirited cruel ruthless type i mean focused and and rabid management of numbers uh if you have an employee that works for you and and you you pay them uh, for forty hour work week, and they waste an hour a day. That means you end up at the end of the year. You paid them for six and a half weeks of work when they didn't work. Yeah. Now, if they're if they're a smoker and they go outside and they smoke, you know. five or six, seven or eight cigarettes a day, that comes out to an hour that you paid them for six and a half weeks to smoke cigarettes. Now, if you have eight employees on your staff, uh, and let's say you pay them an average of $50,000 a year, you got eight employees, pay them 50, I'm just using, I'm using hypothetical much. you got eight employees, you pay them $50,000 a year, to work a 40-hour work week. And each of those eight 
employees waste one hour a day, that means at the end of the year, you paid a ghost $50,000. You paid $50,000 for somebody that does not exist. You paid an entire year's wage to somebody who does not exist based on those eight employees, each wasting one hour a day. So, you know, I listen, I, I, I was the most guilty person in the world of this when I owned my pest control business because I, I, I allowed them to waste that because I came in and shot the bull with them around the office and they'd be looking on the internet, looking up something they wanted to buy for Christmas or, or doing whatever. And we'd hang around and shoot the bull and uh, talk about our hobbies and things. And, and all of that time that we were doing that, somebody could have been on the phone cold calling. Somebody could have been going to real estate offices. Somebody could have been clover leafing. Uh, somebody could have been visiting the Chamber of Commerce, but I worked for a company one time, and and the and the uh, CEO of that company was a was a lady. She was elderly lady at the time. She's probably in her seventies, and I was in my thirties. But she came in one day. I saw her do this once. She was notorious for doing it. It's a pretty good sized company. She came in one day up from the bank, and there was the termite crew in there, and. They were sitting around in chairs, drinking Coca-Colas and shooting the bull. She went ballistic. She said, what are y'all doing sitting around in here? And I said, well, we finished our, our termite job. We don't have any, have any more work to do. She said, well, follow me. And she took them down the hall. And they all came back with mop buckets. Some of them did and brooms and start cleaning that office. Took others out with rakes and made them start cleaning out the leaves. I mean, you know, in other words, her feeling was, I thought at the time, what a crusty old, mean old woman. You know, she wouldn't even let anybody sit around in here. But then I start thinking, she's paying those people a fortune to work for her. And she comes in there and she sees five people that she's paying that have just wasted an hour. That's that's five hours of, of that she's paying them to do nothing. So Later on, I began to understand that, but time management is so critical and, and I struggle with it. I know you struggle with it. Our clients struggle with it, but I, I go really deep on this with some of my clients uh, that aren't getting anything done. And I'm like, look, don't tell me you don't have time. You got to make time to do it. And I don't know what you do, but you got, you're only doing two or three clients a day. You don't have many clients right now. You could be spending the rest of that day working on videos, working on a podcast, going door to door, going to real estate offices. But some people, when they don't have anything to do, they kind of go back to the office or go back to the phone or kick back, you know, wait, wait for something to happen. Uh, it's just not going to happen. You've got to you've got to make stuff happen. So your job every day, whether you say you, you put in an eight hour day or a nine or a 10 hour day or whatever, you decide how much you're going to work every day. And then your job is to spend that day working your butt off. If you want to be successful, if you want to accomplish your goals, if you don't spend the day working your butt off, then the rewards are going to be things are going to move real slow, slowly for you. Well, you know, this triggers a lot of things about me. Um, 
You know, there, there's two ways to get paid. There's to get paid by the hour, which is which is all about time management. In other words, um, as an entrepreneur, when I sell an hour of my time, I have a value on it, and I can't get that hour back. I quite honestly don't mind selling my time for the fee that I charge. But there's a lot of people that, you know, they're especially if you're managing employees, they're just watching the clock. And if they get enough done and they don't have to do anything else, they're not motivated because they're trading hours for dollars. And if they can goof off and make the same dollar that they do crawling uh, under a crawl space or, or canvassing, um, then, you know, unfortunately, we've got a world of people that will take advantage of that. And so you as the PCO, you as the operator, you've got to manage these people ruthlessly to get your bang for your buck or accept the fact that you're going to be spending thousands of your profit to pay people to do nothing. And if I, as an entrepreneur, as an owner, like, for instance, I get paid on results. It, you know, in other words, people pay me uh, when results happen. And that's why when I can find systems and software and uh, scripts and strategies and trainings and anything that either saves me time or saves me money, I'm all in because we all, here's the great equalizer. We all have the same minutes together. When that minute's gone, it's gone forever. And then there comes a point where you're no longer on the planet. So it don't, you know, so what are you going to do with that time between uh, the, you know, there was a great poem years ago written called the dash, uh, the dash between yeah. the two dates on a, mm -hmm. on a tombstone. It, it ain't about the begin date that, you know, that's we all celebrate a new baby, a new life's coming in the world. And the end date, we all grieve because a friend and a colleague and a parent and a, and a relative is, is left the planet. It's that dash. What are you going to do with that dash? That's your, that's the time that you've got to manage. And when you waste it foolishly, when you could maybe make a few changes, a few tweaks, learn a few things, utilize that time to do things that rather than sitting around and, you know, uh, I call it water cooler talk. You know, all Facebook is, is the electronic water cooler. You know, yeah. people, that's all, you know, people are, are, are talking about who shot JR on their phones. You know, what, what, 30, 40 years ago, they were around the water cooler at the office, hoping the boss wasn't watching them say, well, who do you think shot JR? I mean, that is just time wasted. And sometimes you got to do things that aren't business related. That's why there's 24 hours in a day. You should say this much time a day is going to be devoted to profitability and making money. This amount of time is for rela relaxation and leisure. And health things, you know, exercise, whatever, whatever you love hunting. I love boating. I like songwriting. You know, we have things that don't make us money, but the value we get from doing them. But eight hours a day, you could be spent at that. So in other words, you've got 16 hours a day that you can either do something that makes you money or do something that you enjoy that brings you joy. Because the other third eight hours, you're probably going to be, you know, in your bed uh, snoozing and, and sleeping away. So, you know, so you take, you take those three areas of time. Are yeah. you, 
are you robbing some of that time or are, you, are your employees robbing some of that time of that eight hours that they, sh if they're not doing something that's helping generate new business or generate a profit, you need to go in and say, uh-uh, you need to get organized. And if you're not willing to do what I ask you, I'll tell you what, how about I pay you for six hours a day, 36 hour, uh, uh, 30 hours a week, and then you can come in and be here and goof off all you want, but I ain't paying you for those 10 hours a week that you goof off. Well, they're going to go, well, no, I don't want that. Well, that's not being mean. It's my, it, I'm the business owner. When I pay employees, that's coming off my uh, bottom line before I ever get any pay. I, you know, I've been a business owner and there's been weeks everybody got paid but me. And that, yeah. just, that really pisses you off. You know, one of the things you always like me to do is go back with time management um, uh, in the online world. You know, I, back in the old days, I used to have an appointment book. You know, you remember you used to get them at the uh, office supply places and it was a calendar and you could write in that book. Don't tell me you still got one. Oh, I got book. I, I got them all over the place here. Well, there you go. Well, I'm going to show you what I do. This here's my actual calendar. I use Google Calendar. I put everything that I want to keep myself managed on time wise, and and what happens is is because I'm using Google Calendar, I have everything I need. In fact, I have a list of these are over here in the task manager are long range projects that I want to complete. And then here's my day-to-day -day projects I want to complete. So in other words, I know what I'm doing weeks in advance. Well, don't tell me you're doing the same thing too. My God. Yeah, mine's on my desk. And, and I have one on my computer. I, on my, I mean, on my iPhone also. Right. Well, you know, what I like I'm about directing myself all the time. What I love about my Google calendar is it's connected to my iPhone. So when I change it on my iPhone, it updates on my calendar. So in other words, this is these are online strategies, making sure that you've got it. Um, you've got it clear on what you're going to do, when you're going to do it. And and, and you're managing your time and and you're staying focused Um and there's all kinds of distractors. I get distracted. Um, you know, somebody has sent me an email and they got a problem and I drop everything I'm doing to fix it. Uh, and that's, that's okay. That kind of thing's going to happen. And then, you know, your wife comes in and, and says there's a leak, you know, or there's a mouse. <laughs> that's, but then I'll tell you one of the biggest things uh, that I see people doing is trying to do things themselves that they're not adept at doing. Oh boy, that's a that's a big one. And when they do that, they don't do it at all. But if they found people and hired out, you know, it's it's knowing what to do yourself and knowing what to get other people to do. For instance, I yeah. can mow my grass, but I hate it. I hate mowing grass. I get it's not productive time to me. I know a lot of people say well, it's good exercise. I don't care. I hate mowing grass. So I pay a guy to mow my grass and I'm in here working on things or I'm out on my boat having fun. Yeah. You know, I had, a, I had an office manager one time that worked for me and uh, I'd hired her. She was doing good there for a while, but I, there was some kind of problem with a new computer program. We set up a new computer program in there for routing and uh, came in one day and she, 
hadn't done something. She said, I've been working on this. I said, well, look, I pay for support. I pay like $600 a year for support for this program. I said, why don't you call them and ask them how to fix this? She said, I thought about that, but she said, I just want to figure it out myself. She said, I like to figure out stuff myself and I can get this figured out. And I said, I'm not paying somebody so that you can sit here and figure. I don't care whether you want to figure it out yourself or not. You have tons of work to do here. And you've spent two days working on this computer program when you could have made a phone call and they could have told you exactly how to fix it. I said, you've just wasted two days of time doing something that I'm paying somebody to do for you and you're not taking advantage of it. So, and and here's another thing, you know, touch back on what you said. I, I'm not saying that it's, it's okay to have leisure time and kick back. You earn some time off, take some time off. Uh, you know, you and I constantly talk about Gary Vaynerchuk and we, we follow him and, and we, tell people about him and how well he's done with the blogging and everything he does and how many millions of dollars he's made. But that guy works about 20 hours a day. He works from six o'clock in the morning until two o'clock in the morning and never lets up. He's, he just, and he says, if you want to be successful now, this is what you got to do. While everybody else is in the bed sleeping, you got to be up working. Well, I don't buy into that at all. That's yeah. not my personality. I, I, yeah. I would just go jump off a cliff if somebody told me you've got to follow in Gary Vaynerchuk's footsteps every day. So that fits his personality. Okay. He's a hyper rabid workaholic. And I'm not, but I worked for a pest control company one time and I got paid on a, on a, on a percentage basis of the work that I did. Uh, and I didn't get any hourly salary. I didn't get any, uh, uh, or hourly wage, or I wasn't on a salary. I was on production. I got paid a percentage of the production I did. So I would go out and bust my butt in the morning to get my work done. And by one or two o'clock in the afternoon, I have, exceeded what my employer asked me to do. I had surpassed my goals and put a big smile on his face. And then I went home. I said, you know, I've, and, and I can remember one day in particular uh, when I was in sales and another guy was in sales in the office with us and the manager came in there and gave us each five leads. He said, here's five for you and five for you. And y'all go get them. And uh, so I went in there and got on the phone and got a hold of those people. And I got those things set up like I got them set up and blitzed through them. And I got those things done. And by about 12 o'clock or one o'clock, I was done with the stuff he gave me to do. And I talked to the next, the, the other guy when he, when he, uh, the next morning, I said, you have a good day yesterday? He said, I'm worn out. I said, I didn't get home till eight o'clock last night. I said, why? He said, because I was working. I was doing what? He said, those inspections we got. He said, I did one at eight o'clock and I did another one at 11 o'clock, another one at two o'clock. 
and another one at five o'clock and the other one, I just finished it up and got home at about eight o'clock. So he and I just had a totally different pace that we worked at. Right. If I've got work to do, I can't focus on anything else until I get that work done. And so some people focus on other things instead of their work and they can't get their work done. So it's got to be a happy medium. But this is just a sobering topic today for entrepreneurs to look at their business. And if you're a one man operator and you're trying to get to the point to hire your first employee, if you want to get there as quick as possible, you have to ramp it up and, and, and focus on the workload and get it done. If you've got employees, you need to keep an eye on what's going on because there may be and probably is more time being wasted than you can imagine. And uh, if you've got somebody on the payroll, you should tell them from the very beginning when you hire them, you know, I'm going to, you're going to work for me for eight hours a day. And I expect you to be working the eight hours a day. Give me eight hours of work for eight hours of pay because I don't want to pay you to, to surf the internet. And I don't want to pay you to sit by the phone, you know, and I certainly don't want to pay you to smoke a couple of packs of cigarettes during the day. So these are just things to think about, Mike, that I wanted to bring up today. And in, uh, in this episode, it's been on my mind. I've been talking about it with a couple of my clients about it this week, and I don't think we've ever really touched on this subject. So no, no. And I c- couldn't agree more that, that if you just keep remembering that if you if you uh, reduce your losses and increase your profits, you grow. And it it's you know I I'm a living uh, proof of that. I had losses I had to trim, and any and I had to be be really um, objective with myself and honest with myself. That is a waste of money, and that's a waste of time. And this is worth my time. And, you know, one, one of the things that, you know, uh, this podcast is worth the time because it's a system. It's a, it's a, it's a, based on Gary Vaynerchuk's teachings of content marketing. Uh, I don't think a week goes by that you don't talk to somebody. How'd you find out about us? And they said, you know, I've been listening to you. Well, I love the, uh, our one guy who said, I've been listening to your podcast for the last five years and I just now got around to calling you. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, so so the, the thing I try to tell people is when it's worth your time, focus on it. When it's a waste of time, stop it. And that's what time management is. And then when you have employees, you've got, you got to look, you, you got to say, you know, uh, do you want to get paid by the hour or pay? Like you were saying, you got paid for performance. So as long as you were performing, the boss really didn't have any uh, questions about how you managed your time if you were performing. Right. But if you if you're getting if you're managing people and you're paying them for their time and they're not making you a profit, they are a liability and a loss. And no matter how much you like those people, you got to say you're here to make me a profit. You're not here for me to give you a job. That's true. That's true. Every, uh, every, every, you're in, you're in business for one reason and one reason only, and that is to generate a profit and build a lifestyle and a retirement that you have this vision in your head of. Uh, And uh, nobody goes in business for themselves 
for rest and relaxation, you know. Uh, being an entrepreneur give, gives you ulcers. It's a lonely, as Dan Kennedy says, it's the loneliest person on the planet is the entrepreneur. Because yeah. when you get around, when you get around other people, and and most of them, they're talking about their jobs and all of this stuff. You, you you're inside. You're you're disconnected because you 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 only want to be around uh, in those conversations with other entrepreneurs that understand where you've been and what's going on inside of you and what's going on inside your head and the struggles that you have and the obstacles you have to overcome. So, uh, you know, with that, Mike, I want to I want to throw out. Um, this, as I always do, that if anybody listening to this podcast or watching this piece of uh, Pest Control Marketing Live episode is interested in finding out more about my coaching program and how I can help you and how I've helped over 100 other PCOs, uh, you can give me a call at 770-993-0004 or email me at hal at halcoleman.com. We'll have a conversation. I'll find out some things about your business. And then I'll mail you a questionnaire to fill out about a dozen questions about you and your business and your growth and your marketing and your advertising and your obstacles. And you'll do a lot of self-reflecting there just from that questionnaire. But then when you send it back to me, I'll go over it, make some notes, find some low hanging fruit for you that areas where I see there might be some great opportunity for you. And then we'll schedule an hour together and we'll go over that questionnaire uh, and you'll take notes and you ask questions and you'll come away with uh, some great insights on how to get on track to take your business to, to the next level. And it won't cost you a penny uh, and you won't be pressured to buy anything. There's no tricks. There's no strings. It's just simply uh, I, I try to practice what Zig Ziglar always said. You can have anything you want in life if you help another, enough other people get what they want. And I've, I've had people comment, and I know you have. So I can't believe y'all give away such good information on your podcast. You ought to be charging for that instead of just giving it away. So, well, we find that when we give it away, people want more, and they call up, and they, they inquire about our coaching program, and some of them jump right in there. And those are the ones that have just – are growing their businesses 25 to 45, 50 or 60% a year uh, after, after they work with us. So if you want to do that, give me a call. We'll schedule it. It'll be fun. And Mike, you do the same thing, don't you? Absolutely. But today I want to talk about the next level PCO marketing. Be sure to go to next level PCO marketing. And, and, and if you want to get an example of some of the best of the bests, come to our virtual event, February 26th, 2022. If you if you hear this podcast after February 26, you can still go to Next Level PCO Marketing and ha get access to all the recordings. And you know we've gone long enough today. I think it's best that we manage our time and move on to the next thing. But Hal, thank you so much. Another great podcast. And uh, I think I'll say, see you next time. See you next time, folks. Thanks for watching this this episode of the Pest Control Marketing Podcast and PestControlMarketing.live. Google Pest Control Marketer. Grow your business like never before. Call 770-993-0004.